The Screaming Eagles Podcast. Hello and welcome to episode 111 of The Screaming Eagles Podcast. I'm your host Ben and joining me once again via satellite from the heart of the Parramatta LGA lockdown is none other than Billy Night Train Buttons. Thank you, Ben, and thank you to the audience in studio. Uh, a few of the guys have been travelling up to Byron from, from around here, so it's meant to be lovely weather up there. Shout out to Killer. I hear the uh, real estate market's really taking off, yeah. Yeah, that's right. It's but, a good um, time to be. Lockdown, lockdown in the Parramatta LGA, that, that would be your idea of heaven, wouldn't it? That's just Well, if you're going to get locked down anywhere, it's, it's here in beautiful, sunny Parramatta with the banks of the mighty Parramatta River, the, the smell of beautiful, clear air. Auto Alley. Auto Alley, you can, just, you can really waste a day <laughs> just wandering up and down Auto Alley, can't you? Just that new car just smell. Standing. I, I stand and just look into Peter Wynn's score and just... Just get a little bit emotional, you know. <laughs> yeah. But no, it's uh, it's a crazy time. How are you surviving lockdown? Uh, I've been all right. It's been pretty. Cr- it's been uh, pretty full on at work. Uh, okay. We've just, uh, which has just finished up. So that's why we yep. haven't been uh, recording. Although a lot of people have probably been blaming you. Um, Everyone's been blaming me. Yeah, saying that it's uh, Paris poor form, but uh, actually it's my busy work schedule. But that's all finished up now. So. I mean, we'll be doing at least three or four days a week. I would have thought. Get ready. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if I can take it. I don't know if I can take it anymore. <laughs> it's hard enough. I mean, I find like you go through these emotions of being really happy and then really unhappy. Mm. Sometimes in, I mean, as a as a Neils fan, you'd think you'd be well equipped to deal with mm. you know this feeling of emptiness and loss, but um, yeah, it's like the kids. It's hard on a Thursday night, seven. isn't it? Like when you get when they play when you play on a Thursday night, and that's the worst. You lose, yeah, and then you've the just worst. got another four days, and you can't ki- you know you, you you can't come out with any smart ass comments or anything because you know that your team's lo- already lost with no. Yeah, possibility. well you can, but it's uh, yeah, it's um, it's like Will, it's like Will Chambers um, trying to talk smack when you're down by thirty points. It's just a bit of a hollow. <laughs> That's right. It's a little bit hollow. Uh, it's very hollow. Yeah. yeah. Losing, especially when you get thumped on a Thursday night and then you're like, that's the that's the weekend. So I, the first <laughs> one, the it was the two Thursdays. I'm staying in bed. That's it. I'm staying in bed for the and next And it's not even days. like you can go out anywhere to forget about it. You're just like, well, that's me. That's, <laughs> I'm home. And I'm done. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's it. All right, kids. Um, Wave so, goodbye to dad. Because I ain't coming out for the next four days. <laughs> yeah, so I'm not sure. I can't even remember when we last podcasted. Every day feels exactly the same. Um, but it wasn't. It wasn't last Thursday, which was the rabbits. No, I think it, it was, was three. It was probably like three weeks ago. I think. No, you, no, I no. But who did the Eels play before? No, it was the Roosters. Uh, no, the hang injury. On. The injuries the ravaged ravaged the Roosters. Yeah, the Roosters. And I started watching that and my 11-year-old daughter came in. She's like, who's winning? And I'm like, oh, it's just a, it's an arm wrestle. Now, it was the one when it was nil all at halftime. And my daughter goes, dad, you need to, 
you need to go to bed. It was Canberra. <laughs> we haven't even podcast. That was the one that really got me. The Canberra one, I'm still angry about. Yeah, yeah. We haven't we haven't done for a while. Manly's put on some big scores against some pretty ordinary teams. Um, and you guys have is it three in a row? Have you lost three in a row? Yeah. Uh, it feels like about yeah. seven in a row, but so Raiders. I know. Yeah, I think it's three. I Raiders, think it's Raiders, Roosters, Roosters, and Rabbitohs. Yeah. Yeah. You know who the big winner out of this para, um, this para capitulation, I guess you'd call it, the big Manly. winner is, well, apart from Manly, is um, the Cowboys. Because if you listen to the commentators, everyone goes, now you've just got to look at para's schedule and who they've got coming up. And let's look, they've got Melbourne, they've got Manly, <laughs> they've got the Cowboys, and then they've, you know, the South, like the Cowboys are just... Just being thrown in there because lumped you can't a, really... Lumped as a powerhouse because they can't be bothered going, yeah. well, that's 75%. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. But yeah. no, it's um, it's not fun losing on Thursday night. So I don't know. when are they, When's Para Manly? It's Saturday night, isn't it? Saturday night. So when you play Manly, it's uh, Super Saturday. That's... Uh, the whole the whole Saturday night lineup is generally around. Manly yeah, otherwise known doing. as the um, as the non prime time game. Well, I think non prime time these days, if you base it on the type of games that are being played, you would say Sunday is now the non clearly yeah, the Sunday the Sunday four o'clock game is the is it's what the ABC used to show. Remember when the ABC used to have a Saturday game? Yes, way way back. Yeah. <laughs> And it was almost always, in my memory at least, it was almost always the North Sydney Bears. Shout out to Nathan. Um, <laughs> but it was almost always North Sydney Bears playing on a Saturday at North Sydney Oval. That's in my head anyway. Well, that's James Bracey's favourite team too. So shout out to James Bracey. Oh, there you go. Just all the all-round nice guy, James Bracey. Um, mm. Just speaking of the Sunday game, stop me if I've already told you this story, but... You know the type of games that are being picked for Sunday at the moment by Channel Nine. Yeah, like it's yeah. just tight. It's 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 the Titans, Cowboys, Bulldog, a thon. Like it's always one of yeah, those. It's teams. ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I remember seeing a. I remember seeing a documentary on Walmart. Uh, the massive. Well, Kieran Foran's dad. Oh yeah, you you've done this before. Have I done you've, this? You've gone down. Oh, have I? <laughs> Do it again. No, 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 no. that's fine. I yeah. might have been late. Yeah, no. remind me. It was someone that well, he was selling something, and they said, "What do you think of that?" He went, "I, I don't know. I don't not even. I don't really know anything about it." Well, no, the woman <laughs> who is in charge of purchasing wine for Walmart That's is right. yeah. the most yeah. powerful wine buyer in the world, just because Walmart buys so much. And uh, she was straight out of the lingerie department, and she was doing so well with undergarments <laughs> so that good. they decided to put her into wine. And uh, it wow. feels a little bit like Channel 9. doesn't really, you know, well, he's done a hell of a job with Backyard Blitz, so let's see what he can do with the football, you know? It's like... Yeah, there you go. It's like, yeah, like, well, oh, yeah, no, I used to watch it back in the 80s. Yeah, oh, Bulldogs, they, they used to be a good side. Yeah, let's put... Let's let's take as many Bulldogs games as you can give us. We'll take them all. Yeah, Bulldogs and Tigers, they sound good. They <laughs> big, big oh, following in Leichhardt. Oh, I remember those late 80 games. Oh, people are still talking about those games. Let's, uh, yeah, let's just put them up. Let's, you know. He's uh, probably tuning in wondering wondering where, like, Benny Elias and Terry Lamb are. He's <laughs> like, what the it. hell? <laughs> where, where, where's <laughs> that guy guys? in the singlet? Shadow boxing on the sidelines. <laughs> yeah, 
Laurie Nichols. Yeah. Um, of course, there's a little bit of a different shadow boxing this year um, with uh, Kane Evans. Should we do a little bit of Infidels? Well, he- Can we just go into a little bit of Infidels Corner about that? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Uh, Will Chambers um, gave mm. an absolute gobful to uh, Manly when we played him two weeks ago. Um, mm. hit, hit Dylan Walker with a shot. You know, it was a good tackle, but, you know, didn't Dylan Walker didn't cough the ball up or anything. He just, you know, got him. Um, and then, of course, he went up against the Warriors last week and uh, was giving it to Kane Evans a little bit. And uh, Kane Evans put gave uh, put two on his chin. I mean, Kane Evans got shown up twice. Not only did Will Chambers get him uh, mentally with a bit of trash talking, but then showed Kane Evans to be the worst boxer ever in the history of the game. Yeah, I know. He put two on Will Chambers. Will Chambers didn't even look stunned. Not even for a second. Yeah, I know. Like, it would have been nice to just see him drop him, like just a little. Not that we want to see anyone hurt, but just like, just three seconds unconscious, no longer necessarily. Just, just him drop and then get straight back yeah, up. Yeah, and do you know what I would have liked? <laughs> do you know during COVID how like when everyone's at home, and like say Manly would come in and score a try, and then they'd cut to someone at home, like they'd have you know the webcams going, and little kids are just cheering, going "Yay, go Manly, we just scored," you know, like that. What yeah, I would yeah, have loved yeah. to have Kane put two on his um, chin, he go down, then they cut to Dylan Arpa at home, <laughs> wanking off, <laughs> watching Kane Evans box. That would have been... <laughs> that's what I would have really oh. enjoyed. And there's Dylan. Oh, he's yeah. loving it. <laughs> he's absolutely loving it. Big puppy. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was... Uh, to be honest, I don't mind... When the season's over, maybe that's a good play. It's like, well, you're not going to make the eight. Your season's done. You're you're away from your family. You're taking all... If someone's out there talking trash and bad-mouthing family members and stuff, it's not the worst move to go, who cares? I get three-week suspension. Mm. Like, I don't mind it, actually. <laughs> I think it's kind of quite enterprising of him to go, yeah, I'm just going to... Swing now, it'd be nice if he could actually throw one. Yeah, if he actually throw but, one, um, that'd be nice. It's not the worst move. No, but th- but not that's that what I was saying. Violence, but. No, but that's what I was saying about the um, state of origin. Uh, you know, like the fact that Queensland were were going to lose, and then everyone just stood around watching DCE get beat up by Latrell Mitchell. And it's like, well, you got a free hit on him. You're losing the game anyway. You may as well just go up and put one on him. But anyway, yeah, go ten in the bin. Yeah. yeah. Um, but look, it hasn't all been all been doom and gloom. A couple of weeks ago, the return of Curtis Sirenin. And mm. didn't he look... I don't know. Did you watch the game? He, no. He looked... <laughs> Are you serious? I don't watch so, rugby leg anymore. Curtis, he, Ciro, Ciro looked so fresh. He, he, yeah. He came on, he looked like a white sheet that had just been taken off the clothesline. Like he just he you know when you take a you know when you take a sheet that's been dried oh, in the sun yeah. and you can actually smell the sun's rays on it like you lie down it's, on yeah, it it's beautiful and you just go you can smell it's been kissed by the sun and that's what it felt it like smells when, like Jackson Hastings well that's what Ciro <laughs> that's what Ciro smelt like when he ran on two weeks ago onto the uh, onto the pitch I could smell the sun on him he was just it's like so fresh get, yeah. and crisp and just you know you knew you were going to get a good night's sleep. 
<laughs> it's so good it's like a brand new pair of shoes when you take them out and you're like yep these are new shoes they didn't smell you, like new shoes didn't you just they get look some like new, new shoes <laughs> didn't you just get some new shoes didn't you treat yourself to a yeah, pair well, of jordans I'm, i treated myself if anyone deserves well to, to treat themselves it's yeah, me. that's absolutely um right. i got some jordan ones um that are canvas they're, a, they're they're called the Jordan One KOs. Color color, perfect. Well, they're Look the same color amazing. I've got on my Jordan Ones. I'm a little bit concerned. If yeah, you you've have... got the yeah, you've got the proper ones. So these are the, so these are canvas. Right. They're made out of like they look like a skateboarding shoe. So like the Chuck. But I would say they're uh, Chuck, the most Chuck whatever his name is. Chuck yeah, that D's. kind of material. It, yeah. it looks actually pretty interesting, and I wear Jordans all the time. Mm. They're the most uncomfortable. These ones are so uncomfortable. I can barely wear them. I keep like, I've <laughs> ordered inner soles to see, to see if I can make them wearable. Yeah. Otherwise, I'm just going to have to suffer for fashion and just wow. like wear them. You're like a supermodel. For- that's what we do. You know, yeah. that's what we have to do. Yeah. So, so yeah, I bought myself some new shoes. Uh, this, this is, let's talk about fashion. I was like, I got, I got some $25 hair clippers from harvey norman yep went and did the old click and collect which everyone from melbourne can't stop tweeting about how you know we should be able to click and collect everything in the universe Mm. um i did the click and collect from harvey norman at broadway where they they came and dropped it in my car window oh nice real yeah they come they 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 say go to level one of the car park Mm. um leave your lights on and we'll come and give us your number plate. We'll come and just drop it. It felt like a drug deal. Well, I was going to say, that's not the first time you've done that, but unfortunately <laughs> the hair clippers are a little less fun. It's what you're normally used to yeah. picking up. A bit, little bit, little bit cheaper as well. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, so I got the hair clippers and, um, and got the missus to give me a haircut. So that was, that was fun. Yeah. <laughs> so, and then you know what I'm tossing up right now? Just because... Rat's tail. I'm going crazy. Gutho, the Gunther. The blonde. Like, you know, remember all the leagueies were, were dyeing the hair blonde? Yeah. Yeah. So I was thinking about doing the like Eminem style. Oh, I thought you were going to say like the Viliami Kikau. Because you do have curly hair. You could... Yeah, maybe maybe the Kikau. Yeah. I don't know. One of the... You know, that whitey, ridiculous blonde. Yeah. Just full midlife crisis that yeah. but no one no one sees me anyway. So well, you're you've got um, such you've got such thick lustrous hair that it would definitely survive. Yeah, that's what the I'm, peroxide that's process. What I'm wor- it's not going to just kill <laughs> it off and then about. you'll be bored within six months. Definitely not. You'll be sweet. I'd definitely I do it, mate. Go for it. That's what I'm worried. What have about. you got to lose? <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, all right, I've got a uh, I've got a bit of a hero. Uh, not all heroes wear capes. Um, we've got two, two this week. That's a new song. What's that song? Mate, I've been busy. Not all of us have been picking up drugs at Broadway on level one, (laughs) clicking, collecting. Um, I wish I had, man. I I I would have rather that than the hair clippers. I've been just recording that in my home studio. Did you, did you pick my, did you pick my voice? That's me singing that. Beautiful. Yeah, thanks. Dolce, is it, it dulcet or dulcet? I don't know. Dulcet. I've read it. I don't know. How. You ever, <laughs> have you ever seen when you've read a word but you don't know how to say it? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Happens to me an awful lot. Um, uh, Sean Kepi and Ryan Madison mm. uh, both nominated for the uh, Ken Stevens medal. Um, 
obviously you follow this closely. So you, would you like to just explain what Ryan Madison's been doing to be nominated, Bill? Yeah, he's been doing a lot of work with uh, charity, right. um, with underprivileged people yep. and just the community. Oh. And just just the community and the yeah. charity and the helping. He's yeah. been helping. Yeah. And stuff that's... Um, Stuff that might get him nominated for the Kent Stevens Medal. That's well, what he's been doing. Well, that's that's so admirable. So admirable from Ryan Madison. Well, uh, Sean Kepi, a lot in common. He's also been doing stuff for the people and charities. But I think he yeah. might be slightly ahead because kids, also kids. Uh, and yeah. well, I, think there might have been a, I think there might have been a wheelchair thrown in there at some point. So well, yeah, okay. As long as as long as it's not like Jaden Ockenbaugh. <laughs> no, 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 not those kind of kids. Um, younger, okay. Uh, I'd also like to. Shout out. Shout out to Troy from Melbourne. Yeah, Troy. Troy. How did we let that? How did we? How did we let him go? I don't know. Um, this, but, is why uh, we've only got, this is why we've only got seven listeners because we get another listener and then we show them no, we show them nothing, no love. Well, we we Troy from Melbourne, you know he he um, rightly so. He's we, we we gave a shout out to Ken O'Carrawong for our Irish mm. correspondent. Uh, Troy's from <laughs> our, our Melbourne. Co- so really, around the world, we've got people from around the world. Um, yeah. Uh, so Troy gets stuck into me on Twitter. I'll say Troy's on Twitter, very active, and I know I know when uh, Para are not doing well. I yep. know that there's just going to be some there's going to be some heat incoming. I'm just ready for it. <laughs> some real fireballs. So quite a lot lately. Yeah, I've had to be. I've had to. I've had to log off social media for a little bit. Um, but yeah, shout out to Troy and Troy from Melbourne. How uh, how are you going with the whole para? How are you going with the whole para thing at the moment? Because I'm, I'm I've got nothing but positive from my team, and I'm yeah I'm, I'm skipping down the street. But then there is the other side of things. For every winner, there has to be a loser. Yeah, there's a there's a yin and a yang. You're the tail to my no, head. no not no not not great. I've I've had better better sporting moments mm. but i would almost say this is again no this is this is me at my low point so i'm happy to i'm happy to wallow in it but i'm hopeful that this season is going to kind of expose para's flaws because i feel like in a lot of seasons We've kind of just fallen over the line at the end. We've, we've, the draws helped us at the back end of the season where we've gone into finals and pretended that we were a threat. Where, you know, I think we're being shown up now with this stretch of games against proper contenders that we're just not a threat. We're not a threat at the end of the season and we never have been a threat at the end of the season. So I'm kind of hoping there's some change that comes from it. Um, so we get into, but uh, should, yeah. should, should, there's a bit of that. There's a bit of stuff going on at Power, and should we should we discuss it during news? Should we get into? Yeah, let's do it. Let's news. Yes. Yeah. 
Love in crisis as eels refuse to pay Gutho overs. Mm. Mm. Yeah. So for those who haven't been following closely, uh, King Gutho uh, has been asking for a king's ransom. Do you like that? Mm, I like that. You could have used that in the headline. I do. Well. I literally only just thought ransom. of it then. So yeah, it's good. <laughs> I should have. Good. I got the overs in there though, so I'm pretty happy with the intro as well. But um, so King Gutho asking for a million dollars a season. Uh. Para Borking, Bill, over yeah. to you as our para and money and TPA Finance. expert. <laughs> yeah. Do the, I, do I the, do the numbers add up? Here's the thing. from In the finance world, finance world as mm. we call it, mm. if, if a company goes to its annual general meeting and just announced a record loss, and the CEO says to the shareholders, I am also looking to raise my salary significantly. What do you think the shareholders are going to say? So, you know, Gutho is not doing himself any favors by bringing, or well, it's not him, it's his management. But if he wants a pay rise, they need to start winning. And I think that's what. This whole exercise has shown you've got Paul Kent coming out in the papers saying Para don't have a star, uh, which I'll get onto when I'm when I'm talking about Brad Arthur. But yeah, Para don't have a star. That's fine. Mm. Well, then you can't get a million dollars a season if you're not a star. Like, but but he is not, the best. Not, he is the best player at the Eels. So sure. are you really going to let your if you don't have any other player out there? to get for a million dollars, are you really going to let your best player walk just because you don't yeah. think he's as good as Tedesco, who's on a million dollars? Yeah, I think they have to. Like, and if he if he wants a million dollars, yeah, he he's not worth it. So you're not going to, like, what's the point of keeping him? You're going to keep him, you're handicapping yourself, and you know, you know his ceiling. Like, I like Gutherson, I'd like to keep him. And I think he's a good fullback, but he's not a superstar. He's not He's not in that top tier. He's not a Kalen Ponga. He's not a Tom. He's not a Tedesco. He's just a good, reliable fullback that, that's a good player, you know, but he's not in that he's not in that league. And if he wants to get that money, if the Bulldogs are willing to pay it, then it's like, well, okay, thanks, Gutho. Thanks for your time. I don't blame you for taking it because you're not worth it. So someone's going to pay you that then off you go. Um, I don't think it's... I'd like to keep him, but I think what you're seeing with Paris roster is there's no point keeping these guys and keep paying them more when you know that you've got to change the roster around. You can't you can't win with what's currently there. Uh, so... But if there's I no one else... If, if, there's it, no one, if there's no other superstars on the market, why wouldn't... Do you know what I mean? Like, if you let him go, who are you going to get in there instead? Or maybe you take him for a year. But if you'll do it for a year, then go, okay, we'll do it for a year. But You could front front load his contract. Yeah, they don't like doing that. You could pay him like one... No, but not back end, but front load. You could pay him like 1.5 next season and then the following season he gets 500. (laughs) And then you could actually sign a... Then you could sign like somebody else and then you might actually have a run at it, you know? Yeah, I think the problem is the players the players know what you're doing there. So Yeah, but on average um, he still gets his million. Yeah. Look, I don't 
I don't think I think Para need to look very carefully at um, their roster because it's not working, and you know paying guys more than they're worth, even if there's no ready replacement for it, I think isn't a smart business. You'd be better off saying, okay, well we're stuck with Dylan Brown. He's doing sweet f all at five eight. So let's try him at fullback. Um, let's let's play around a bit and let's be real about where we are. We're not like you kind of you're either going for a premiership or you you're rebuilding towards one. And Paris kind of in this groundhog day of just oh we'll get into the eight or we'll even try and get into the top four, but at no point will we be a threat. And it's that's not good enough, you know, like. You're not willing to, but this is what I'm saying. You're not, you guys are too scarred. You're not willing, I always find that you guys are happy just being fourth and you're not willing to take, you've got to take a risk now and then. You've got to go for some, Yeah. you've got to take a risk. You've got to throw a million dollars at a player and you know what? He may not work out, but you've got to take the risk and he might blow up, you know, he might be the superstar you need or you could be playing someone. A million dollars, and it's like, oh, he could be the next, you know, Ash Taylor, and you're just like, oh shit, the next Ash Taylor or the Milford or whatever. Yeah, but, but at least you went for it, you, and at the moment you're you not. You had a go, and you get stuck on the hook, and yeah, you're not, I, go- I, I you're not going, you're not agree. going for it, and you're getting the results of a team that isn't going for it. Safe, yeah, you, exactly. you're a safe yeah. sort of middle of the range, you know, team. Um, yeah, exactly, and that that seems to be like a, this has been more triggering than the actual losses. It's just the the commentary from a lot of the fans is, "Oh, look how good Brad Arthur has us going," and it's like, well, yeah, he has improved it. Like, there's no there's no denying he has, you know, Para's performance has by and large been better. Let's not forget he he won a wooden spoon though, so. Yeah, but you're saying he you improved, know. but this is what they, this is what the, all the power fans say too. Well, he improved us. We were about. It's like you're comparing results in 2021 to results in 2013. Like, oh, exactly. It was eight yeah, years yeah. ago. Like, you got to oh, stop exactly. comparing <laughs> something from eight years ago. Like, hey, we don't sit I'm, here and go, and, "Well, Trent Barrett yeah. did better than 2001 Northern Eagles, so we should keep Trent Barrett around." Like, yeah, do you know what I mean? Oh, exactly. Like, it's just like, well. You go back far enough and oh, everyone's yeah. doing better than everyone, you know? Look, it's it's when you when you're getting beaten and with Paris Premiership drought, you know, everyone is very sensitive and I like I'm probably in previous seasons you do get a little bit personal at times. You do kind of fire up at people and play, you know, everyone's entitled to their own opinion, um no matter how wrong their opinion is. Um but it's disheartening to see. Anyway, see, I'm 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 heading down my Brad Arthur path. All right, so let's let's w- let's change the subject. Then. Let's let's uh let's go somewhere else then. Unless you want to sum up, well, sum I'm it happy up. to go. Let's let's get it over and done with. I'll, I'll get my BA rant over because I, okay. I can be TPA like on this. Yeah. So so, the next kind of thing is there's there's talk that Para's board he has the full support of. Parramatta's board, mm. which is notoriously famous for you know, holy shit, you, you're on notice when the when the chairman or the CEO comes out and says I've got full support of our board, then it's like, well, why are you saying that? It's, you don't have to. It's like saying, it's like coming home and saying, oh, I'm 
I definitely didn't go to the pub tonight, honey. I right. It's <laughs> like, hang on. Um, so, there's, as you know, we've been advocating for BA's demise for quite a while. Yeah. And it just... The excuses that are coming out, I just can't believe. So, the, the, the gist of the two excuses, the first one is that... And we've, we've spoken about this before. Right, but the first one is that what he did for us in 2016. Now, we've spoken what he did for us in 2016. He got paid to do. That's He's right. He's a first grade coach yeah. who did his job. He yeah. didn't break his contract. He stuck. He stuck around and was one of the 16 NRL first grade coaches. Right? There's not many of these jobs going. And yes, he was good. But hang I on a sec. Hey, can, can I also just go back to that? It was a no. It was a it was a win-win situation for him. That that season was a gimme. He could have done anything. Yeah, I know. He could have walked in there with a Star Wars figure and just gone pew pew pew. Okay, that's it for this week, guys, and then walked out. <laughs> He's got the best excuse ever. Like so, actually, probably the most stress-free season that any coach has ever had. Him and Bellamy back in two thousand and what was it, ten or whatever. Stress-free. Yeah. No, do whatever you want. Doesn't matter. Gotta, Don't worry about yeah. it. Like, so I actually think that's a just a that's like working from home. That's like like what we're all exactly, having now. Yeah. It's just a work from home now. Like, well, no one gets fired during work from home. It was the year was basically it was a dead rubber for yeah, him. Yeah, that's just right. A dead rubber. He could yeah. didn't matter. The outcome was completely inconsequential. That's but, right. You know. Okay, fine. I get. He's a good guy. Look, I don't. This isn't anything personal about Brad. Yeah. But that's the one that gets me triggered. So hang on, he got paid for it. That's his job, you know. The second one now that seems to be making making the rounds is like, well, hang on. We don't just fire him without thinking about who you're going to put in there. What are you going to do? There's not many... F- uh, who's there? Mm. Bellamy just extended. Wayne Bennett wants to move back. It's like, guys, that's not how firing people works. You don't, like, keep people on because... Because you can't readily, you don't have someone knocking on the door. Like mm. you go through a process. There's, there's 16 first grade coaching positions. A, Shane Flanagan, I take well, in a heartbeat. They're a about of, to they're about to let right. Gutho walk without a readily readily available fullback. Exactly. Yeah. So, but there are op- like you got to do something different. You know he's not the guy. So get someone else in. You know, like. Ah, oh, it makes me so frustrated. And look at look at the big coaching movements. Was Wayne Bennett and Seabold? They were both still under contract. The Broncos went out and got Seabold when he was at the Rabbits mm. by money. Mm. Ricky Stewart left Para mid contract. Like you got to make a play here. Like if you if there's someone you want, go and get him. But if you sit around and going, oh well, I guess we better keep Brad because. You know, he doesn't have the... So, that's... And then there's a third one that gets me. This is... I'm starting to get angry here. Yeah, that's all right. Three. This, he, you and he Dua, you have, and Dua Lipa have three rules. Three new rules. Yeah. That's all right. <laughs> so, this... He doesn't have the roster. Now, this one might be... Well... The one that triggers me I chimed most, in. Right? I chimed in on Twitter about this the other day. Did you see my tweet about it? I've tried to avoid Twitter because I just keep, well, I just get too upset. Just before, let me just basically. So I think Kenty was saying, well, he doesn't have the roster. You tell me, he hasn't had the roster in the last four years to win the premiership. And I just said, well, 
15 teams every year don't have the roster to win the premiership. So what's his point? What's his point? There's only one team every season that has the roster (laughs) to do it. Uh, it's well. It's also. It's like I was. I I couldn't think of an analogy. Right. I'm like, it's like if you said if you got like ten of us in a room, said here's a million dollars each. Yeah. Where you've got to go out and buy a car, right? Yeah. With your money, and yep. you're gonna race it to Darwin. Yeah. And we're gonna whoever wins. You do this for ten years. Yeah. And every year, I would come back and say, guys, look, I. I drove the car really well. I just the car wasn't the car wasn't fast enough. It's like but that's your job is to go and get the car. Your his job is to put a roster together that is capable of winning a premiership. So it's this like fucking loop where hang he on, goes Hang on before before the, you the go roster, on let me just let me change your yeah. analogy. Let me just change your analogy cuz that you almost yeah. had it. You almost had it. Okay. Okay. Help me. Help okay. me. I couldn't you, get it. You were I so was close. Angry. You were so close. It's kind of yeah. like, you know, you, you put someone in charge, say BA, right, to mm. uh, to pick a car to race to Darwin, right? And every year mm. you lose, and he goes, "Yeah, yeah, I put the wrong fuel in the car." I'm sorry, guys. Yeah, that's right. I, I, I put the wrong fuel in the car, and but then next season he comes back. First season he gets a Datsun, right? Then the next season yeah, he comes yeah. back, he buys another Datsun. He goes, "No, no, no." Trust me, the car's going to do it. And then he go, comes back, oh, I put the wrong fuel in it. Sorry, guys, once again, I've put the wrong fuel in it. And at what point do you go, well, maybe we've got to pick pick a new guy who can actually pick the right fuel? Yeah, it's, I mean, there it's just Boom. this circular argument that, that will have him never, he will never have any blame ever no. because it's not, it's not, it's the players, it's not him. It's the board, it's not him. It's it's everything else, but it's not him. And look, I know it's not all him, right? It's not bringing in a new coach tomorrow is not going to make Para suddenly make a run at the finals. I know that, but he's had eight years. Like I went through the numbers of the, the top the top four coaches in terms of how long they've been in their current role. Right, mm. there's four top four current coaches. Mm. Number one is Craig Bellamy. Mm. Yeah, he's been there for fucking since 2003. I had someone come at me on Twitter. Go, it took him nine years to win a premiership. It's like that's very selective. He won three that were stripped in that period. He mm. won like four minor premierships. I'm as happy to discount. Melbourne as cheats, but putting Brad Arthur and Craig Bellamy in the same sentence is just like fucking well, insane. Well, they both started their careers at a at a club that was cheating the salary cut. <laughs> yeah, well, and so you know you've got you've got him. Then the next one is um is is Robbo Trent Robinson, who's been at the Roosters for nine years. Um. He's won three grand finals, four minor premierships, um, 12 wins in the finals, never won a spoon. Then you've got Ricky Stewart, Mm. who uh, has been there for the same amount of time, but has won five final games and appeared in a grand final. Mm. Um, And then you've got then Brad Brad Arthur, who hasn't been in a grand final, hasn't won a minor premiership, has won one spoon, which is the same number of finals games that he's won. Like, he, his just numbers don't 
it doesn't add up that he gets this pass that he's got. Now, I know the Eels went through a period where they changed coach three times in five years, and that's mm. not smart either. Mm. But neither is keeping someone for eight years who has just shown they're not up to the job. It's not working out. He's a nice guy. Thank you, Brad. You need to try someone else, and you need to go through a process of, I don't worry about, oh, who's the right guy? Deal with that when he's gone and you go through a recruitment process. If you need a caretaker coach for a year because you really want to make a play for Wayne Bennett or whoever, Mm. do it, but don't keep him around and expect it's like the definition of insanity. Do the same thing every year and expect a different result. We're seeing exactly the same thing from Para that we've seen in previous years. Thankfully, it's getting exposed a little bit earlier uh, and... Yeah, we're screwed anyway. I'm done. <laughs> uh, Drop the mic, walk out. Yeah, okay. So we were on news, right? <laughs> so mm. um, Anyway. Here's a big question. Until How long, next time. Here's yeah. a big question. How many weeks has it been since you've actually watched a Para game? I watched uh, the Raiders game. I watched the Raiders right. game. Yeah. And... I was not happy, and I I still stand by what I was saying through that. The, the Raiders can only win if they cheat. I, I stand by that. They, yeah. they just lie all over you. They str- I mean, I think they probably would have beaten Para anyway because Para, don't, Para can't score. No. So it's really hard to win games when you can't score yeah. a point. Yeah. But, yeah, the Raiders had me triggered, um, and then I, I wisely sat out the Roosters and, and Rabbits games. I watched, actually, I watched the first 15 minutes of the Roosters game and I was getting texts from, like, do you remember how bad it was when they were just dropping the ball? Yeah. Every, yeah. Yeah, it was and a sweaty, just, oh, no, it was a sweaty, it was a sweaty night, I'll be honest with you. It was like Rocky Three sweaty. Like, it was pretty, <laughs> yeah, like, it was, okay. it was three like 90, per, uh, no, Three, Rocky Three is the sweatiest film ever. It's the sweatiest, is it? With, yeah. with um, uh, I, uh, what's Clubber Lang? Clubber Lang, and he goes to the gym in LA to get back his That's eye right. of the tiger, and it's just yeah, it's a lot of sweat, a lot of sweat. Um, anyway, I got a bit more news. The Pens trying to steal Brad Parker's name by calling himself the Center of Excellence. Mm, very mm. controversial this one isn't it yeah it's a little bit funny um so those of you who uh haven't been following this uh manly's got a center of excellence other than brad parker um mm. it's being built currently at uh four pines arena whatever the fuck it's called <laughs> um and uh, basically, you know, there's all the stadiums. There's the Bob Fulton sta- uh, Stadium. Uh, sorry, stand. There's the Lions, Lions Menzies. Menzies stand. There's the Jane Try stand. She's the one who owns the land and, and gave it to, you know, uh, Brookvale Council or whatever. That's how she gets her name up there. Um, there's the 2V Snack Bar, I think. I think he's got a sna- one of the 4 and 20 <laughs> Snack Bars named after him. Um <clears throat> And uh, now they're called now 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 they're starting the center of excellence, <clears throat> and Penn, who owns obviously owns the Manly Seagulls, is uh, going to call it the Penn Center of Excellence, um, mm. which, to be honest, when I first heard, I didn't really care. I mean, it's the center of excellence. Who, who honestly refer? Who's going to refer to it 
as anything other than the Brad Parker Center of Excellence. I mean, yeah. you know. Well, not it's even. Like, They're just going to say, hey, guys, I'll see you at the Parker at that's four. That's it. That's it. <laughs> see you at the Brad yeah, at four. I love it. Yeah. yeah, no worries. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like, you know, no one really, I mean, um, no one really called it Lotto Land. I mean, whenever anyone called it Lotto Land, it was got to be a little bit tongue-in-cheek, but everyone still called it Brookie, mm. you know what I mean? So, yeah. Mm. Um, but then I thought was so. Uh, Kenty ran with it. Kenty uh, had a chat about it, and then Scott Penn came out and started to um, defend their decision mm. to call it, and it just stank of desperation. He was just like, "Well, well, you know, we deserve it because Manly was going broke and we took over, and we've put in a lot of our own money, and 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 we've done that, and we, we deserve some recognition, and 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 the sacrifices my dad and my mum have made, and blah blah blah." And it's just like, mm. does it? It felt a little bit strange when you start demanding recognition and saying, yeah, it, you know, yeah. it it reminded me a little bit of that um, Larry David of the Curb Your Enthusiasm episode mm. where. Uh, Ted dance and donates anonymously <laughs> and yes. he doesn't. And so <laughs> yeah. then everyone, but then Ted dance and lets them know yeah. that he yeah. had, he was actually the donor. It's like, well, you're telling everyone it's not that fucking anonymous. <laughs> yeah, but I feel it. like, I feel like the pens really should have thought this one through a little more and, and it introduced a third party to like, to come out and, yes. and advocate for them yeah. because you shouldn't be advocating like, God, for yourself. You shouldn't be going, No, I deserve this because I'm the best guy ever. Yeah. Just have a little word with Christy Fulton <laughs> and get her to come out and That's say, it. Guys, no one has done more for this club than the Pens and yeah. we're right. You know what I mean? Like it felt like a rookie PR. A real management. rookie. It, it felt like a, it, it almost felt like having a bit of a tantrum. That's what it kind of felt like. Like yeah, you people exactly. don't, you don't, people don't like, say to thanks honest, to us enough. We probably do deserve some recognition. Yeah. But get someone else. You don't say it yourself. Just like go. Oh, okay. Now we pay a lot of money around here. So when those bonuses come up, you know, CEO, someone needs to go and you know get that nose nice and brown and talk about how <laughs> how you know right. this is the right thing to, to yeah, do. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Um, one of the guys, here we go. Oh, Ken O'Currawong, uh, our yes. uh, Irish man on the on the scene. Yeah, um, he actually yeah. put this in for I'm done, but uh, we're talking about it now. Um, uh, I'm done with the pen. I'm done with Pen reminding us that that he tips money into in for the club. You bought a financially struggling NRL NRL club and then sold all its revenue-generating assets, like the league's club. What the fuck did you expect? Then he acts like he is the only owner hit by COVID. Uh, New Zealand haven't had a home game for two years. That's right. He did actually come out and complain that, you know, we were meant to have like six games out of the last five as home games in Brookie, and we're missing out on mm. all that money, which is probably... a. Uh, it's 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 probably an argument that would stand up better if the internet didn't exist because I just went back because I remember reading about this. If you go back about four years when they were uh, in negotiations with Brookvale Oval, he actually mm. said that they lose 
$40,000 every time Manly has a home game because of the uh, deal that they did with Brookie when he was trying to renegotiate. So yeah. I'm not too sure what he's trying to... He can't have it one way. He, he, he's going to have it one way or the other. I think he's trying to have his cake yeah, and it too a little bit. You know what was a weird... I did. I went and did a bit of a... Um, if you recall, we had a pretty... We got one of our more listened episodes last year was when we went through the finances of the clubs. And I well, went we've back got a very and, intelligent. And we've got a, a very intelligent like a, listeners, Bill. They like the high end stuff, you know. That's yeah, just... we do. It's on their on their in between reading the Fin Review <laughs> and Money Magazine. Yeah, I don't even know what rich people read. Um, but I then went back and did like a, a a check as to how how accurate I was, and it turns out I was like really really wrong like all my all my projections right were pretty were pretty wrong and i couldn't figure out why like all the teams actually a lot of them that were historically loss making made profits and do you know why they made profits was because their football clubs didn't have any junior any of the lower mm. grade like nyc or those competitions mm. that are pure expenses they don't make any money from them mm. and so by not playing those competitions the teams actually jumped back into profit so as well as JobKeeper helped you know a lot of them got pretty chunky JobKeeper payments right but um yeah it's interesting that this this covert financial impact there is the little you know those those other second tier competitions not being played tends to help the clubs a bit financially as well. So I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if there's a bit of offsetting um, costs there. You know, mm. that it certainly would have lost out on some money. But <clears throat> now that the second grade or whatever they call it, they change it all the time. You know, uh, Jersey Flag and NYC, those competitions aren't running. Um, it's probably saving them a bit of, a bit of coin. Oh, I've hit the wrong one. You, I hit the wrong. Wanna, that no, no, I hit the <laughs> wrong. Talk about TPAs. No, I hit the wrong. <laughs> I hit the wrong button. I started going to the Avengers thing. Uh, Sterlo exits Channel Nine. Mm. Yes. Now, I well, think, I, I made this point on yes, online. Yeah. Now it's Channel Nine's t- turn to spend thirty years looking for the next Sterlo. Oh, like yeah. Boom. I like it. Zing. Zing. <laughs> Absolutely, badumch. Um Yeah. Hey, there's a coach, Para. There's a coach. Well, I wonder get if Stella. he's. I wonder if you could get him just to come in and hang around. You know what I mean? Like, is there a a hang around sort of position available? I mean, they're paying. They're pay, they were paying Andrew Johns just to hang around for a while, weren't they? Like, hang around yeah. with the halves. Yeah, and just they're talk just paying smack. him in. Disco biscuits, though, so it's probably a bit more expensive for for, for, for Sterlo. Yeah, um, uh, yeah. I, I would have thought it was a pretty sweet job doing what he does. I mean, he kind of wanders in once a week, calls a game, wanders out again. You know, like uh, yeah. I think I think he lives on the central coast. Um, yeah, it does. And it's it's a quite a lot of commuting. So if he's got enough money. Then you know he's a simple man with simple pleasures. He just wants to go to Erin Affair every now and then and get his <laughs> take a you know have a beer at Gosford, Gosford Bowls. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Beautiful. Um, should we talk about? Uh, oh, I tell you what, we've got to talk about Bill. I know we've been putting this off, but 
Injury crisis. Reed Mahoney out for season. Reed Mahoney. Reed Mahoney. As, as, as our dear friend Ken O'Currawong would know, yep. it's, uh, it's, uh, it's Mahoney, as, as the Irish would pronounce it. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, Ken. But, yeah, he's gone. So that's not going to help Para. Joey Lusick is coming in to fill for him. I'm not convinced Brad Arthur's not going to put his son Jacob in there. So He'd be crazy not <laughs> that to. That was another thing. Yeah. I mean, J- Jacob Arthur, I, 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 how he has had the starts he's had in first grade I, I'm, you know, I'm only calling him Jacob now because I sa- I said this. Jake sounds like a footballer. Like Jake Arthur sounds like a footballer. Jacob Arthur sounds like it's the boss's son. You know, it gives him <laughs> the respect he deserves by calling him Jacob. Yep. Um. So yeah. So Marnie's out. Uh. He's probably one of those guys in the para team that is close to being a rep player, and there's not a heap of them. So you lose you lose one of you know one of a couple, and you look at Paris Paris uh, schedule, excluding the Cowboys, and although they'll probably beat us on current form, and it's yeah this is another nail in the in the Arthur era coffin, um, hopefully. Is it a concern that like when your halves go down, you've only got the boss's son to fill in? Well, no, we didn't. We had Will Smith, who I believe was an Indigenous All Star. Yeah, but, but, but Brad Arthur decided that his eighteen-year-old, um, sixty-four kilo son who doesn't know how to kick was a better option than than someone who's played first grade for six years and is quite a handy utility mm, player. Mm. Um, so don't, yeah, I don't want to start again. I don't want to be mean right. to Brad Arthur because. It'll get mean. It'll get really mean. <laughs> uh, all right, I've got one. Uh, Taniella Pasaka out with the return Ooh. of the Cindus Moses. Wow! You'd almost say this shifts the shifts the, the bookies are starting to look at yeah. this one closely, and maybe yeah. Para is going to just creep into favourites. Well, I, I, I for, for starters. Welcome back, Syndesmosis. I feel like... Yeah, that's true. I feel like we've been missing Syndesmosis for about two years. Do you, do you feel like? Like, 2020, 2020 was definitely no Syndesmosis. Not a lot of talk of Syndesmosis. This year, yeah. you hardly... Like, it's been quiet. If, like, the generation coming through right now have probably never even heard of Syndesmosis. Do you know what I mean? Like, the young, the young guys yeah. coming through... It's like- yeah, it's like cassettes. They just don't know what they are. That's you know? right. What's that? If you were to show them an X-ray of an ankle we've got- and say, "What is this?" They would go, I-, "I don't know." Whereas you and my generation, we'd look at it and go, "Well, that's a syndesmosis, obviously." Yeah, it's so, syndesmosis. How do you know? It's amazing. Isn't all it? No, we we've got these. We've got Liz Frank. Now. <laughs> that's the <laughs> one that we'd never heard of. Remember Liz Frank? Oh, I was like, what the fuck? Remember uh, the world? What's a Liz Frank. The world before Liz Frank, like. Yeah, it's it's crazy how time flies, isn't it? And just different things. Like you go back to the fifties, and it was, you know, kids in iron lungs, 
and uh, you know yeah, our generation right. it was syndesmosis, and then this new generation it's Anne Frank's. No, it's Liz, Liz, Liz Frank, Frank. and uh, what's the other one? MCL, like uh, MC. There's all these, like there, there's also one, the patella, the patella. <laughs> Patella well, injury. You, you, you see what, them and go, oh, that's not good. A lot of hand injuries this season. I would say that the hand is the syndesmosis of 2021. Yeah. Wouldn't you say? Well, I, we had some here. With, with the, I was watching a lot of beach volleyball and yeah. I had a pretty nasty hand injury. <laughs> <laughs> Just layers of skin. Just getting taken that's off. That's right, yeah. Nasty. Hand and groin was really... I, was, I needed the NRL physio to give a... Give a timeline for my return. Yeah, nasty. Just don't give him a, a picture because he likes to put those up of hands injuries. Um, mm, yes, no. So yeah, yeah he, welcome back. Freezing it right here is where it happened. Welcome back to uh, syndesmosis. But uh, yeah, Taniel Paseka out for well, good news, no operation. So you would say it's okay. a a lower grade syndesmosis, uh, and you'd actually yeah, say definitely. it's a grade, low grade one. Great. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Because um, I think the higher, higher the syndesmosis, like further up the Ooh, ankle, right. the more likely you have to have surgery. I think. Mm. So I mean, there's I'm, also a high a high ankle sprain. Because I'm does, trying when, to. It's like when does a high ankle sprain end and a syndesmosis begin? It's like you know where well, does the sunlight and the starlight meet? Well, you got to ask how high is a high ankle sprain before it becomes a knee sprain? I mean, <laughs> you know. <laughs> That's how true. high? Are we, how high are we going with this thing? You know what I mean. My yeah. high, my my ankle sprain well, is literally out with a very high ankle syndesmosis uh, yeah, in your shoulder. My I've literally done a high ankle sprain. You get that? That's your kneecap. Yeah, I know it's pretty high, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Impressive, world record highest uh, ankle mm. sprain. So he's out. Uh, doesn't need uh, surgery, like I said. So good news. Um, but he will be out between. Uh, James Rami, the head physio, uh, bearer of bad news, um, he reckons that uh, he should be back in less than a month. So, I'd ex- so we should probably expect him up about seven to eight weeks, which is good. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> you'll see him in a year and a half. That's right. He'll go, so, judging by the Curtisiran and well, um, he's currently prognosis. James Rami's done the same thing that he did for Curtisiran and for his injury. So he's putting him down a deep well. And once a day, he puts down hand lotion in a bucket, and he says, <laughs> "And he says the Paseca puts it, rubs the lotion on its skin, <laughs> or it gets the hose again." Uh, that's what James Rami does with uh, most of our long-term injuries. Um, so uh, Paseca out, manly, really, injury ravaged. You've got to say injury ravaged. Injury yep. ravaged. Yep. We've got uh, Sean Kepi out, who's come back to Sydney for the birth of his daughter. Um, mm. you've got, uh, Toff Sipley, who is, uh, out on a bullshit crusher tackle, which I don't even get me started on crusher tackles. Uh, there, I don't even think we're going to do I'm done because you may as well just hit repeat crusher tackles and stripping at the ball. Mm. I mean, I, I don't even, I can't even because no, <laughs> I'm not even going to do it. Forget it. <laughs> Oh, that was no. No, I won't. Oh, I'll save get it. Out. I'll save that's it. All we had. That's all I had to look forward to tonight. <laughs> um, wow. And then, uh, okay, yeah. Well, I think that's it. We don't need to talk about the game. 
because we've we've played like three since we last spoke. But should I quickly talk about the storm? Just quickly. Yeah, talk about the storm. Yeah. Um, I'll I'll just sum it up. Nothing but good news. Des has got them right where they, where we want them. Mm. We threw that. The we threw that. Yeah. We threw. We threw the game. We came out and Des just goes. Hey guys, let's just get down there and see how easily we can score on them. Let's just get down there a couple of times and see how easy, just so we know in the future. We went down there twice, scored twice. And not even on deflection kicks, not anything. Simple numbers game. We just stripped them for numbers out wide. Like that is, if there's any try that says we've got these guys sussed, it's a just a stripping for numbers try, right? Not even an inside ball. Just like, okay, well, we're going to run five guys this way. And you've only got four guys, so we'll just score. That's what we did. And we scored on them twice by doing it. So I think we're – Des saw enough. Des saw enough. He sent the runner out to say, all right, guys, just uh, sent the runner out to Josh Alloway and say, mate, just uh, drop this off the kickoff, would you? Just uh, – we're, we're... <laughs> Well, yeah, you see, even Brad Parker made a couple of mistakes. You well, know, I see yeah, people online, yeah, oh, mistakes. Brad Pace, come yeah, on, guys. Come on. He tell doesn't. me, tell me you're not falling for this one. Yeah, I mean, he obviously these people have never seen Clint Eastwood in every which way but loose, okay? Like, <laughs> the last... <laughs> I haven't seen that movie for so long. The last That's fight... That's a monkey, isn't it? Hey, yeah. an orangutan. Clive. Clyde. That's right. Clyde the orangutan. Yeah. Yeah. The last fight, right, he's winning and then he throws it because he's fighting the number one bare knuckles boxer and if he beats him then all of a sudden he's not going to be able to get any other fights because everyone's he's suddenly going to be number one it's going to be harder to beat people because everyone will know his name so he throws it he throws it you know just like um tom cruise did in color for in color of money you know like paul newman Mm. taught him that like des des has done it he knows the way it works Mm. all this is just Jab. He's wily. We've jab. said that before. He's wily. He's like he's Ali wily. in the rumble. He's like Ali in Rumble in the Jungle. He's just letting yeah, Joe Frazier. He's just letting George Fra- uh, What's his name? George, whatever his name George is. George Foreman. George Foreman, the grill master. We're just letting the storm wear themselves out. You know, all these games mm. that don't matter. Go for it, guys. Wear yourself out. Um, mm. So uh, uh, we've got them right where we want them. I love it. There's nothing. Uh, couldn't have, I couldn't have asked for a better result. Couldn't have asked for a better result. So. Okay. Um, plus, plus, just for old time's sake, they threw in a syndesmosis just because he's a cla- he loves the classics. Des he doesn't have syndesmosis. <laughs> he's resting him. He's resting him. He doesn't yeah. have it. I don't think. I think it's like one of those illnesses that doesn't even exist. In, it's like scurvy. It was eradicated. <laughs> syndesmosis <laughs> was eradicated in two thousand and twenty. Yeah, yeah just they, right. they bring it out every now and then just to just a bit of smoke screen. Yeah, that's right. So. Um, Des, he's playing. He's playing. Uh, he's playing three D chess. But um, did you hear? Now, did you hear that? Um, you know, Des. We know he's been. He's been stalking the halls of the of the resorts in <laughs> yes. the Gold Coast, and the players have had enough. The players have said they have a Des free day now because they they're like, we need a day where we don't talk about football because all Des wants to talk about. Yes. <laughs> you can imagine, like you're walking down the hallway on a Wednesday. You've just done training. Yeah. yeah. And you just all you want to do is not talk about footy and Des appears and goes, oh, Tommy, how are you, mate? Mate, how are you? How are you? Do you want to go grab a coffee? Uh, <laughs> just been thinking about some new yeah. attacking format. He'd <laughs> be like, they're the biggest punish ever, Des, I reckon. <laughs> yeah. And he'd to ask. To be locked that, in a hotel with. He'd ask the question to start small talk, but not even wait for the answer. So 
So I'll be Des, right? You be one of the you be yeah. one of the players. Just go. Oh, g'day, Tommy. How you going? Oh, have you been playing that Xbox? Uh, yeah. I yeah. So I reckon you know. you know when you got them stripped for numbers out the side. <laughs> <laughs> like wouldn't yeah, even exactly. wouldn't even wait 100%. for the answer. But um, I also imagined to- it. It's like they're all sitting. They're all you know. They're all they've all gone to the buffet for breakfast in the morning, right? And they've loaded up their plate with a few sausages and a couple of boiled eggs and everything. And Des comes over and he just starts moving their food around on their plate and sets up a defensive line of sausages and eggs. And goes, yeah, mate, see, 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 well, they had you here. Now, 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 the opposition of the two sausages. And then you came through and they're just like, mate, I'm trying to eat. Can you get your fucking hands out of my food? <laughs> Des. That's um, fucking crazy. Yeah, yeah, apparently, I heard tonight, apparently he's quite the um, musician. Des. Des, yeah. Wow. Apparently he plays the guitar like the man after my own. Like heart. Pavarotti sings. Apparently it's just wow. breathtaking. He's got fast fingers. I've got my guitar here. Do you want me to I was I was gonna try and record a song. Oh yeah. For for the Magni- Magnificent Seven. Beautiful. Um but I couldn't I couldn't get my, my thing I couldn't get it working. What your guitar? Let me see if I've got it. <laughs> Yeah, I could no, I couldn't. I was trying to get the um What the hell? I've got all these weird I actually started there. the episode with um you didn't know this cuz I do secret things without you knowing. Um oh, okay. I actually started the episode with um Jimmy Barnes's Eagle Rock rendition of Eagle Rock. Have you heard it? Uh no, I haven't. Live. Jimmy he Barnes's. did it live at huh? he, he he did it live in his uh, little studio on Facebook. Um, with him and his family sitting around. Um, it's an absolute cracker. Wow. Okay, I'm, I'm going to have to add that one to the list. Not. What's that? <laughs> the, well, the yeah, Eagles I'll show I got it. I'll, gi- I'll give you the first 10 seconds, okay? Okay. There you go. Look at that. You can't tell wow, me. Wow, he does a good. He does a pretty good version of it, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, he does. It's great. When you listen to the when you listen to the episode, I put the whole four hours of the version on there. Goes for a while, but that's all right. People will be rocking out. Okay, there. I'm trying to. I'm trying to find this. Um, it was all about the yields and how long it's taken. Oh, maybe I'm too sad. It was. Um, here we. I'll get my guitar. All right. It was. Um, Give you the gist, and then I'll try get a get the actual words. Oh yes, silky smooth. One, one, once I was seven years old, my mama told me, support the eels and you'll have lots of glory. Once I was seven years old. So I jumped on board and things were great already With Sterling Price and Cronin, Ella, Brett, Kenny And surely 1986 would be the first of many Celebrate the future, all the trophies would be flowing steady Once I was 20 years old, my daddy told me Don't worry yourself, we'll bounce back into glory Once I was 20 years old 
to one more verse. The year was 98 and the eels were looking savage Preliminary final verse, the bulldogs and they're getting ravaged Up 1610 to go, the clock's the only thing to manage And then we pass the ball to our winger, his name was Paul Carriage Once I was 20 years old, I'm starting to feel old Jesus Christ, it's time for us to win one There you go. That's, That's fantastic. Just working on that. Uh, I like yeah. that. <laughs> Uh, can we buy that at all good uh, CD shops? Can we? Is that one? Yeah, Brushes, Brushes. Um, HMV, yeah. and the Virgin Mega Store in Pitt Street Mall. Great! I can't wait for the can't wait for the B side. Absolute yeah. cracker! <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. I think it's going to be the B side's <laughs> got to be better than the A side. <laughs> um, and that was, you didn't you weren't reading that, were you? No, no. That's wow. why I had like the words. I've written them down somewhere. Maybe I got upset and um, <laughs> threw them and, out. Uh, just it's on a document. You can't throw a document yeah, out. Yeah, forget but, um, you. Forget you, Parrot. In a fit, you ran on and highlighted and hit delete into skip bin. Yeah, well, well honestly, like th- that song that it's based on is by Lucas Graham. You actually gave me the idea years ago. You were like, yeah, you should do a song with that in it. Oh, well, I come up with and, some good um, ideas. You know, I'm an you're ideas, an man. ideas man. Yeah, and. The song has so many, it's like a seven minute song, right? It has so many verses. And even then, I still can't fit all the heartbreak of Para in the song. So I have to skip. So I I did 86 when we won, which is true what happened. I, I jumped on the bandwagon in yeah. 86. I was seven in 86. Um, and then 98, they <laughs> capitulated in the preliminary final against the Bulldogs. Mm. Then I couldn't even go... 2005, they were minor premiers and and fell apart against the Cowboys. Um, Didn't have room for that because I had to fit in (laughs) 2001 where they choked against the Knights. Yeah, 2009. Then I had to fit in 2009 when they got robbed by the cheating storm. (laughs) It's just a... I mean, it's hard. Being a Power fan, you know. yeah. But on a lighter note, I'm flying. We're flying God gives over his, here. God gives his biggest challenges to those with broad shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> and you know Shout what? Shout out to Brian, Brian Houston, the, the Eels supporting, um, pedophile supporting allegedly, <laughs> allegedly. pastor of Hillsong. Yeah. Uh, Jared Haynes, future cellmate, possibly, oh allegedly. God. Yeah. Um, can I just do a quick uh, footballers being footballers? Yes. There are Bulldogs so GM. Hear it again. Yeah. Bulldogs GM. What what Gus does, he puts it in a way that the common man can understand. Mm. See, ordinarily that's not how Gus would explain things, but he's the master of talking down to people. That's what I've that's what I realise with Gus. There's no one <laughs> there's no one on this earth who he, who he can't talk down to. You know, or yeah, you, yeah. You, you you wouldn't understand. You don't know all the facts. That's that's the one he doesn't. That's the one he likes to throw out there. <laughs> but uh, yeah, football's being footballers, pass and skip and pass and step and football, football, football. Um, yeah, Tom Tommy Turbo, Tom Travoyevich. Uh on the weekend. No, not last week. Not the weekend. The weekend before, got the highest Super Coach points in the history of Super Coach. Uh, so I just 
wanted to bring that up purely so I can, A, play the, the grab of Gus Gould saying footballers being footballers. Also, yeah. to segue into a little bit of Supercoach talk, the season is over. Um, and now we're into finals, baby. So uh, I know I know a lot uh, a lot of the magnificent seven uh, in the uh, uh, Screaming Eagles league. The uh, winner gets a official Screaming Eagles cap. I think I put up there. Is that what they get? Oh, maybe uh, or a t-shirt. Uh, yeah, or a t-shirt. Um, and the wooden spoon got a Peter Shemin hat, an official mm. PI hat. So even if you lose, you still win. So, and I feel like that's just the way it is with our podcast. Um, so, I've got it here. I've got the results right here so far of the Wooden Spoon. Uh, obviously, not winners. Winners haven't been announced yet. Uh, let's have a look. Leagues. Boom. No. Wrong. Leagues. View League. Here we go. Dead last. It was... How many people did we have in our league? <laughs> I think we had like 20 or so, 16, I don't know. 20? I don't know. Cyrus. Cyrus, Cyrus came dead last. Came last. Cyrus came dead last. <laughs> so there you go, Cyrus. You've got a uh, official Petermin cap coming your way. I'll send it all the way over to Perth, Western Australia for you. Congratulations. Wow. wow. Right, no one deserves it more. I'll say that. No. Um, yeah, and then exactly. how did you go, Billy? Oh, just missed out on the top eight. No, sh- did you run out of um? Did you run out of trades? No, I just threw. I, I was too done last week. I didn't change my team last week. I wouldn't have won anyway. But I just, I, 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 I was out of reach, and I thought that's not gonna. My team was terrible. I didn't have Tommy Turbo. I, yeah, I couldn't right. get him. He was too too expensive. And then. I, then my centres all got injured. I didn't have enough. Like I would have had to use. Sounds up like too many last, trades on Sounds them. like para last year in the finals. You didn't. You lost a couple yeah, of centres to not, yeah. drugs. I, I was the. I, I was basically Wonga Blaked in my centres. So <laughs> right. Um, yeah, it was. Well, I came eighth, so I just got into the finals. But I will oh, say, yes. I will say, my team is battle hardened. I had the hardest draw out of any other team. In our league. Wow. That's all I So I'll you're say. like the Eels. You got a tough I, draw. I had a tough draw, so I, I've earned that spot. So people will come at me thinking, well, we've got an easy team here. I'm like, nah. These guys are ready to go. Right across the park. Battle hardened. Um, yeah. All right. So it's anyway, that's all I just wanted to touch upon that. Um, so PI hat, Cyrus, coming your way. Um, and then let's just do a quick... Should we do a quick I'm done? I feel like um, you've put Let's in a it. lot of I'm done's. You know who I feel I'm like this whole with, podcast yeah. is <laughs> just been you saying I'm done. <laughs> Instead of doing the intro, we should have. I should have just started with. Cause I'm done. Uh, well, I've already I've already teed off with my, my I'm done. So stripping of the ball and the crusher tackles, but there's got to be something. I know you're a big 
you're a big crusher tackle apologist, and I know I'll never change that about you. You the two things that you'll always stand up for is the crusher tackle and Brad Arthur. But yeah, Kristen Welch on the weekend, he comes in, right? Manly go to tackle him. In the tackle, he voluntarily spins around and then ducks down. And so the force that we were pushing on him then went right down and our just natural momentum then took us over the top, crush the tackle. I think we should bring Mm. it in. If a player is turned round in a tackle, then that's on them and there should be no... It's You know what it is? It's like... When a spin bowler decides to go round the wicket, round the wicket, you can't get LBW, right? Because mm, that's yeah. that's their choice. You've gone well. You're changing the angle. It's too hard for us to call an LBW, so there's no LBWs if you go around the wicket, and that's that's the that's the gamble you're going to take. If you're going to go into a tackle and spin around, so you can try and get yourself ready for an offload, then you've got it. Then you're taking the gamble that you might get crusher tackled. And I just leave it at that. Now, obviously, there's there'll be different degrees. Of, you know, there's those second tries where they sort of put them on the ground and then they come down for a second effort. Sure, you know, and obviously grubby act. But apart from that, it, it should be on the onus of the ball carrier, as far as I'm concerned. There you go. Yeah, solved it. Yeah, solved all the problems. I don't mind it. But it, you know, if we're going to put new rules in play, why not? I. I I think I even wrote a raw article about this many years ago. But you look at Will Chambers and it's like they can say whatever they want. They can't get hit in the head and Mm. maybe they can get hit in the head. But I do like the NFL has that unsportsmanlike conduct call so that if you taunt someone, Mm. you you can get a set restart. Um, I don't mind that. Or let them go to ice hockey and let you have a one-on-one punch you can you can just yeah punch on as long yep. as everyone doesn't get involved yep um but yeah i'm yeah I, I i i get it look i think it isn't working the the crusher tackle situation because especially when they back into it they're putting themselves in that position nathan brown does it all the time yep uh for the yields and offloads are so important um it's also it happens with stripping the ball as well in when someone's trying to do an offload and then if you put your hand out to try and wrap their arm up and it go, it's it's a strip of the ball um there's a few of these kind of loopholes so yeah i'm i'm happy to have that i'm done okay all right and um all right thank you and apart from being done with uh, my i'm done i'm going to try and not make it Brad Arthur even no. though I, I am done with Brad Arthur yeah Dylan Brown i'm uh, done with Dylan Brown i think I'm done with Dylan Brown. I think he yep. he had an opportunity to step up. Yep. And he's he's had one try assist all year or something. Mm. Something crazy. Mm. Like he's done nothing. He's been very disappointing. Uh he's he, he tackles well, but he's not the guy. He's it's like that he's not you're not that guy, pal. You're not that guy. He just he hasn't stood up when it's been asked of him and I I'm pretty done with Dylan Brown. Mm. Mm. I, I, I'll back you up with that too. I, I thought it was pretty... I thought he... Uh, like, the team really mi- missed Mitchell Moses. And, you know, that, that that's a bit of a concern. I mean, I think... Uh, I think the team missed... Uh, you know, Manly missed DC when he wasn't playing there. But uh, at least we still scored... 
we still scored some points. You know what I mean? Like without Mitchell Moses, you guys just couldn't you couldn't get across the f- try line. Like yeah. it was because well, they was scoring worrying. from kicks, and it's also yeah. well now every team knows don't get pressure on the kicker so we can't get a good kick away. And what yeah. are, what are they going to do? Yeah. Um, Mike Sivo something. Uh, anyway, I, I'm not going to go down there. I'm, okay. I'm in a Zen place. Now, normally we, normally we don't talk about upcoming games because, you know, who cares? Ooh, By the time yes. people listen to these things, I hate it too on podcasts where you listen to something and it'll be like, yep, Tigers are going to beat Titans and, like, the game was two nights ago and you, then you've got to listen to 10 minutes of two people <laughs> talking about something, something that's that yeah. already happened and they're normally completely wrong and then you just kind of like, yeah, okay, this is a waste of everyone's time. But, uh, you know, Manly... Versus power. Well, it only happens twice a year, and this is the second time. Uh, was meant to be a home game for Manly at Brookvale Oval, so you'd almost say you guys dodged a bullet. Um, we've already beaten you once at your at the Tigers' home ground of Bankwest Stadium. <laughs> uh, how do you see how do you see the game playing out, Billy? I'm not, I'm not looking forward to it. I'll say that much. Um, the best I could, I don't know. I'm, I'm torn at the moment. A lot of feels. I'm almost in like, let it burn mode, where I kind of just don't <laughs> no. want to see. Yeah, like, uh. like I almost, I almost don't. This is dumb. This is just dumb. This is what being a Eels fan for this long would be. But if it wasn't Manly, I'd almost be like, look, I want Brad Arthur to get done by 50 points a game. Yeah. I want him to be completely exposed because his apologists, of which there are many in there, mm. a lot of them are very vocal and have you know fairly you know loud and prominent positions in the Eels supporter base. Mm. Um, they can't, you know... They can no longer can. They'll try and find a way to support him, but even even the every everyday kind of casual bystander will uh, can see that he's not the guy. But so part of me wants it to just burn. <laughs> so I kind of, if we, if if we can beat Manly, that'd be awesome. I'll take a win over Manly any day. Whoever coaches, right? Yep. If we if we play well, I want. I'll take that as well. If we if we put in a good fight and we get narrowly edged out, if it's just manly or all over us, I dare say I would like to see them really pull a number. Like, and I don't want that. That's not what I want. Mm. But if they're going to beat us by twenty nil, I'd rather it be like sixty nil. Like 50, I'd rather it overtake the fifty or maybe fifty four nil. Just yeah. equal. Mm. Just just to get the point home. Yeah. You know, I don't want. I don't want twenty. I, I'd be, I'd be, it'd be like a hate fuck. I'd be like, oh, yeah, come on, give it to me. Yeah, do it to me. Uh, like yeah, bit of prison, so. prison time. But I reckon, um, does it? What about the fact that all our props are currently out, either injured or suspended? You, you must take a bit of. You must, I mean, you've got yeah, Reuben Campbell Gillard out, but we've got uh, Kepi, Sipley, got, and Paseca. We've got three of our props out at the moment. 
You've got I mean, one yeah. prop. I think out. if you're gonna if you're gonna look at injuries, you've got Mitchell yeah. Moses playing with a broken back. Oh, you've got wow. no Reed Reed Marnie gone for the season. Yeah. Regan Campbell Gillard out. Don't know. They've they've brought some guy in on the bench that I've never heard of. Well, he doesn't even have a photo, yeah. Um They've got Michael Oldfield playing on the wing for Para. <laughs> Who is that? He sounds. Isn't Michael he the politician? Isn't for Manly. He, isn't he like from One Nation? Isn't he the politician from One Nation? <laughs> there was an Oldfield, a different one. Okay. Um, this is Michael Oldfield. So who it, I think Para's not going like to two thousand and Para's not going to run some squad. old racist out. Then is it what you're saying? It's not the same guy. It's not. He's not, he's not going to just run out and start, like, racially abusing out manly players, is he? <laughs> no. He's okay. not. See, they're not playing the Knights or the Dragons. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, that's... Uh, look, I hope, I hope we see something. I hope there's a spark somewhere that you can take a bit of positivity out. But if, um, if there's not, it's like, okay, we'll just get it over and done with. Wow. Okay. I feel like you're... Yeah, I feel like you're setting yourself up to try and not get heartbroken. You know, you're trying to dump power oh, before what, power yeah, dumps you. Yeah, that's what you. we do. On that's what you do every time, every year. This is this is where you have to get your heart ready. You, yep. you have a a stony cold heart because it's been broken so many times. Well, on the Quite bench, on the bench, we do have Curtis, kissed by the sun, Sirenin, <laughs> smelling like a beautiful crisp sheet. So. You do need to worry because when he comes on, you know it'll it'll smell like sunshine the second he's on the second he's on the field. It'll be the new sheets. That's right, yeah. <laughs> new sheets. The new sheets. Um, I can't even remember who the other. Per- oh, we have got Kurt DeLui, um, who's you know he's he's wider than he is tall. Kurt DeLui. He's <laughs> if you've got a hole in the a hole in a dam, then he'd be the perfect bung just to get in there and. <laughs> He's a chode. He's a chode. <laughs> um, Carl Lawton, who's been good, obviously, and then uh, Dylan Walker, who's always good for a laugh. So um, I'm pre-game predictions. Yeah. Uh, I predict Des will play the 13 the whole game <laughs> without making a single substitution. That's my that's my prediction. No, I reckon I reckon mm. we'll play with I reckon we'll play with fifteen players. No, sixteen. Yeah. No, fifteen. Okay. Yeah, fifteen. I that's my pregame prediction. We will play with fifteen players. Yeah. Okay. Unfortunately, here's, here's kiss, my, kiss by the here's sun a prediction actually. Won't make it on, on the field. Yeah. Uh so Para's edges are horrible. So mm. Ruben Garrick is a chance of scoring. 60 points himself Perfect. <laughs> it's like yeah there are going to be some tries scored on the edges Saab and Garrick yeah uh, who plays what you, side for gonna... you guys who what, who who's the center wing combination on Paris so, right side like attacking right side I think I think it's Opachik and Oldfield okay. this week. So they'll be up and against then the other, they'll be up against yeah. um the Centre of Excellence and Ruben Garrick. Yeah. Uh, and so then the other side is um Sivo and Wonga Blake. So Sivo will be up against Saab and uh Gutten Morgan. 
Um, yeah, it's so let me well. Check. My Casivo might go right against Saab. Like Saab, yeah, yeah. You know, I think Gutten Morgan. He never gets the. He, the problem with Mike Sivo is that Wonga Blake <laughs> never gives him the ball. Yeah. There could be like a, just a complete overlap and Wonga Blake's like, awesome, I get to throw a dummy and score a try here. Mm. Like he just refuses to give the ball to Mike is um, to just look punch in the face, fend. Might not work against Saab too because Saab's so tall he probably won't be able to get the proper punch that he <laughs> likes to do when he fends people off. Um, but I reckon uh, Gooden, Gooden Morgan will have no issues containing Wonga Blake for sure. Mate. I don't know. I'm not. I'm just looking through the lineup here, and it's not. He'll be all over Wonga Blake like Soul Glow on Daryl's hair. I mean, it's not. If you look at the Eels pack, yeah, it's not that bad. No, right? That's what I'm saying. Manly's it's lost just... three three props. Yeah, but you've still got Marty Tapao and Josh Alawai. Yeah, like, and then who comes like on for them? Yeah. Chode, the the human bunghole, and then um, the human bung, and then um, kissed by the sun. Well, Kurt DeLui. Kurt DeLui's got a bit of Des look about him, doesn't he? He yeah. really fits that Des I reckon surfer boy. He could be Des's son. Who knows? But they've got they've yeah, done it smart. They've, they've done it smart. They've changed his name. They've changed his name to Des's favourite character from a classic novel. <laughs> um, all right. So on that note, I, I put the word. Oh, actually, we got. Um, do we have any hard? You got sh- Yeah, we got a lot of I'm done's, didn't you? No, but I've I've already said them. One of them was from Troy saying that we need to give him a shout out, and then the other one was the uh, Penn family. So we only got two. I put the word out. Okay. Massive, okay. massive turnout, too. Um, we've got some hard stats. Oh no, hang on. Whoa. Back it up. Back it okay. up. Uh I'm done. I can't do it anymore. Uh this is from Mo. Uh commentators talking over Ooh, the yeah. video ref. I'm done. In other sports, such as cricket and rugby, the commentators stay silent and allow the video ref to explain the decisions they're about to make to the viewer at home. Uh, While here, we have to listen to Andrew Voss complain. Yeah, that's a good call. That's that's a good one by Mo. I hear what he's saying. And then and then they don't. And then they go, "What was it for? What I mean, what decision was that?" And it's like, "Well, we don't know either because you just didn't shut the fuck up the whole way through it while he was trying to explain it." (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. There, so uh that's a good one. And then um here we got a bit of stats. Uh this is from Albion Headgear, the stat fluffer. We haven't had one from it's the stat time. fluffer. It's about yeah. time he got that stat of his out. Yeah, he's um fluffed it up. Fluffed well it's fluffing everyone else's stat. Uh, Manly have a hundred percent win record against the Eels this year. That well, that's a that's a that's a that's a stat you can't even you can't even argue against. I mean, a hundred percent. That's true. What he's saying asterisks, is asterisks, but yeah. no. <laughs> what was the asterisks? What was the asterisks? Bloody Jacob Arthur was playing in the halves. It was the Make a Wish Foundation. <laughs> it was the Make a Wish Foundation. I watched it and thought it was a charity game. I was like, hang on, what? 
Was Manly playing against this charity team? Well, we let you score a point. 15-year-olds. Didn't we let you score a point? That was the charity. <laughs> or did we keep you to nil? Uh, I blocked it out. I, I can't remember. I can't remember what I did yesterday. I can't remember if we saw the Guntherino or not. So, that's a bit of a shame. Um, do you know what the biggest... that that That's probably, out of all... Out of power of playing badly... The biggest crime is the fact that they played badly during try July and the Gutherino didn't come out as a try celebration. Mm. Yeah. Would you say yeah, that's we're probably... getting the- people upset. I like the Gutherino <laughs> and then I like the people... People come go online and like, this is outrageous. <laughs> now... It's not as outrageous as his haircut though. Mate, or his, fi- or his physique. I tell you what, I felt pretty... I mean, you know, it's always hard going through lockdown, right? Um, yeah, but I did feel pretty good about myself when I saw that picture of Gutho with his shirt off. I mean, you know, <laughs> I did. It did make me feel a lot better about myself and my own physique and the diet of two-minute noodles and lint chocolate that I've been having for the last yeah. couple of months. And I think, oh well, so is Gutho. So we've both been on the same diet, clearly. What do you, What do you think of the haircut? Um. Oh, I, I, I'm not. I mean, it looked terrible, but he knew it looked terrible. It was just a muck. He was just mucking around. Like they're bored. They're yeah. in. You know, he. It's 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 one. It was one of those sort of um, Islander haircuts. And Junior Paul, I gave it to him, and they were just having a bit of a laugh. I. People are getting a little bit too triggered. I'd be more concerned with the fucking dad bod that he's got. Like, how is this guy? <laughs> this guy trains six days a week, and that's what he's looking like. No wonder Power are like. Falling apart at the wow. end of the season. Tom Turbo better look out because, you know, in, in the words of the great uh, Omar, come at the king, best not miss. <laughs> okay, well, I can guarantee you won't. Um, Busty McCracken. Busty McCracken, Andy. He's got a, uh, he's got a hard stat here. Um, the last time Manly lost to the Storm by 10 points was way back in 2006 in their following encounter, we triumphed 13 to 12. Basically, that Ooh. means put your house on beating storm in Golden Point come grand final time. There you go. Wow. That's a that's a hard stat. My only, my only concern with that is Andy saying that we're not going to make the top four in that tweet, which I don't think I don't think that's right. Um, because Richard I, Cranium had one for you. Did he? No, I don't think. Yeah, he did. that was about. No, that was about, that was an incorrect um, hard start. That was incorrect. That was. <laughs> you, can't, you can't call out for hard stats and then just censor them because you don't like them. Yeah, I didn't realize it was. I think he said a hundred percent of players who have penetrated uh, anuses <laughs> is the technical term. Yeah. yeah, the anus, the finger poke up the bum. Yeah, um, are manly former contracted manly players, and I with you was like hang on kenny edwards was at para and then he'd done a bit of digging and found that kenny edwards was actually a manly junior nyc player so manly just you really have to start asking questions as to what they're learning at manly it's a club in crisis we're just living rent free in his head that's it like who go who trolls through our nyc uh roster you do no. you do all the time no. he got you he got you a gsm <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, I think that's it. I think we're done. That's it. We're done for this podcast. I'm, um, done. I'm done. Rugby leg. I'm done. That's it. 
uh, as we always say at this time of the night, may your dreams be filled with maroon and white, and may Jacob Arthur get his dad get his dad to kiss him good night. <laughs> no, it's not happening. May um, Scott Penn kiss you <laughs> and tell you about how he's the one who deserved to be the one kissing you. He just comes in and goes, oh, just just coming to say good night, but, but w- w- while you're still awake, let me just tell you what I've done for the club today. <laughs> <laughs>